It's currently 8:12, and this is Quan Maxwell and Chris with Champex Audio. We are producing our second podcast of the month. Thank you for following, and we're gonna start off today with a with our thanks to um, Kirsten as well as um, the University of Florida. CJC for providing this great opportunity and equipment for producing our podcast. Hi, Chris. Hi. Uh, yeah. So, like Quan said, we are going to be producing our second broadcast of the month. Um, second podcast ever, actually. And so, how do you feel after we produce our last podcast? Uh, probably just a little, kind of. Not re- relieved isn't the word, but mm-hmm. I felt okay. Well, we got one done. I feel like we could do this again. Absolutely. Um, and and, and now we have the song too. That you you know picked out Backstreet Boys. Definitely. I did not expect. <laughs> I did not expect you to pick Backstreet Boys. Well, quite frankly, um, our time. Today is Wednesday night as usual, but also special in itself because tomorrow, October nineteenth, at two o'clock um, or two thirty, will be the time. Uh, University of Florida welcome a special guest speaker, white nationalist Richard Spencer, and it's been quite hectic and uh, tumultuous around campus uh, recently uh, on preparing. Embracing for this very very typical and quite um, concerning visit. I wouldn't say the university is welcoming him. <laughs> um, they're kind of obligated to have him speak here since um, it's they can't really ban him since the Stephen O'Connell Center is a public public space. He rented out the public space. Mm-hmm. So. And in fact, it's just um, now the facility is the. Um, the Phillips Center instead of um, oh, it's the Phillips the Center instead of yeah. Stephen O'Connor. Okay, yeah, so it'll be quite safe for us um around here. Although protesters will there, flood the street, yeah, there are. Yeah, uh, to get here, it was already a hassle. The this room that we're recording in is in the it's in the Weimar mm-hmm. Weimar Building. Yeah, the uh, CJC building mm-hmm. here at the University of Florida, and it's like Quan said, it's eight fifteen, eight o'clock. So I got here around seven seven twenty, and uh, the out to walk from the bus stop to Weimar. There's, I usually go through the right student union on campus, but it's time locked. They locked it at seven. I didn't know that. So I had to the bus up. or the rights union. The rights union. You Interesting. Yeah, the rights union is closed right now. Because I never know it. It closed. Um, usually I got back home and well, it's often it's, through the rights union. It's open. Like the lights are on. It's just you can't walk into it without mm-hmm. access. Yeah, so and it's, also it's, uh, libraries on campus have been checking your ID. So yeah, yeah. if tomorrow you decide to somehow get involved, or um, I mean. 
even when you go out on the street, remember to bring your ID with you. Also, uh, be safe as always. Um, and I, I mean, it's all thing. Uh, racial issues, diversity have been ongoing discussions um, in this country. And what do you think about it, Chris? What do you think about? Um, um, and have you heard like? Um, from your friends or people around you, have they discussed this at all? Oh uh, yeah, of course. Um, <coughs> so I feel like it, it'd be a different perspective for you since you last week. Well, <laughs> last week we established, you know, our our backgrounds. You as an immigrant, I I grew up here in Florida, in South Florida. South Florida is actually really diverse. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of Cubans, Colombians, mm-hmm. Puerto Ricans, uh, Hispanics in general, and also. Caribbeans, Caribbean uh, individuals like Jamaicans, Haitians, all that. Yeah, it's very um, Latin and Caribbean uh, influx down there, and there isn't too many people outside of that, unless you go to downtown Miami. Then there's it's quite diverse there. Um, and I mean, but, um, but yeah, the my friends or the people I I talk to on a daily basis, we do um, it's not that we don't talk about it we're aware of things of racial issues and all that it's just for me personally it's not necessarily my favorite topic of a discussion it's kind of a drag and a hype it, it's not hyped up i would say it's not overhyped mm-hmm. i mean it's, because it's I, an actual issue it's just it's just kind of a it when it's not appropriate when it's not uh mm-hmm. the mood that's when you're just out with friends it's not something you really want to talk about that's kind of a a discussion to be had at a serious time mm-hmm. and so i guess i guess it is a pretty serious time on the way here there's a lot of cops yeah lot of, there's so many cops posted out there in fact the governor just declared a state of emergency for yeah. alasio county and i mean just like chris said um the whole point is um i don't think we're gonna go in depth about it But please uh, stay safe and um, be aware of um, people around you and their safety as well. Um, I mean, just at the end of the day, I've seen protests before, um, not Charlottesville or as, you know, as um, gruesome, as vicious as uh, some of the protests have broken now, even racial protests. I haven't. Uh, got that experience to see with all my own naked eyes, but I've been um, to New York where the president visited his tower on the same day, and protesters just flooded the street. Uh, with, um, basically, at the end of the day, we just laugh at it. We just move on. You know, just one day of tolerating and um, adopting. I I don't think that it. I don't think there will be there will stand much chance of adopting the ideas and the messages that they are um, delivering. I mean, it's. But uh, at the end of the day, we're just gonna laugh at it. We're just gonna say, okay, he's uh, Richard Spencer gonna deliver his speech, comes back home and found out all oh, his bed sheet, white bed sheet, are gone. You know why? <laughs> That's an obscure rep. Re- reference for those who know about the KKK. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I guess. Um, so I guess um, we can move on with um, you know, a little I mean, bit I mean, about we, our week. We, we we can talk about it a little bit more if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's really influenced much uh, of what it does to a point of you know men, mental readiness for for this kind of unusual event. But I think Floridans and um, Gators are strong enough and brave enough to stand for their ideas and yeah. ideals. This is that, and this is what uh, Senator McCain uh, just said the other day. Um, he's a great veteran and a very uh, res- respectable uh, senators uh, who said um, we are born and we live in this land of ideas and ideals not blood and soil. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that it's unfortunate that things like the libraries and even the rights have limited access. Uh, the museum, the Harn Museum's closed as well. I believe the natural history one probably is too. It, it sucks that uh, this speaker is kind of disrupting the lives of people that just want to go places, just mm-hmm. want to be at the museum or just want to be in the rights union or just want to go to the library without the hassle. I mean, it's nice that the University of Florida has really beefed up security and they're being proactive rather than reactive. They're being precautious and all that. But it, it does kind of suck <laughs> that it's just disrupting the normal, the normal life of of people who just want to go about their day. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, like I say, um, I'm so glad that one of my classes still um, not canceled yet. And um, it's that's actually weird. <laughs> my, both my classes Pardon tomorrow. Me? That's weird. Both my classes tomorrow are canceled. Oh, I mean, not not like all my classes. Um, only one of my classes still remain um, on schedule. So, um, I I like to say, is to my opinion, uh, is and that is also is explain why UF hasn't canceled all the classes. Partly because, um, you know, they don't want you to participate in any ways. Uh, but also, there's the concern that about parking, about transportation. So they have granted students the freedom of you know asking instructors to sympathize and. Um, Miss classes, so for that reason, um, I don't know. There's a lot to expect, a lot to um, predict for tomorrow, and let's see how it's gonna go. I feel like it'll be fine for the most part. There will probably obviously be um, counter protests and Mm -hmm. and protests as well. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say. It, the protests will be against Richard Spencer, and then there will there will probably be counter protests from his followers, uh, that will shove the message of freedom of speech, and freedom of speech is really important as well. I feel like Richard Richard Spencer's ideals are they don't really have too much of an influence in t- today's modern society or on the UF population, but. His his right to say them, that's something that we should kind of be okay with. 
I mean, obviously you can you can comment on his his ideas and say they're wrong. Mm-hmm. That's one hundred percent okay. And most people I know do say they're wrong. And so it's it's well, it's pretty obvious that there's not too much of a mm-hmm. overlap with with his ideals and the ideals of the majority, the overwhelming majority of people in general. There's there's not a big overlap with that. And I just it's kind of it's just a drag. It's, it's a downer mm-hmm. that this is happening tomorrow on a Thursday and most people just go here to school and they're just they want to do things, they want to go to class or I mean it the day off of class is nice but everything will be disrupted yeah, outside not, of class really and not at all yeah, it's a downer um for, for those of you who really rejoiced because of this is really um it's a very unusual semester that we experienced right the hurricane and now Richard Spencer um but i hope everything will fall back into place and We won't experience too much stress because, um, as far as I'm concerned, October 26th, uh, the following week, or well, not next week, <laughs> next week will be the start of. We only have like less than two months left. Can you believe that? And next week will be the start of um, registration and classes, and then exams coming up. So um, our message out to everybody is, you know, take advantage of your time wisely when you are off um, when you take the time off campus and stay away from all these drags like Chris mentioned and I mean, uh, yeah this is this this the hurricane was a was a drag up here anyway it didn't the hurricane Irma did not have an effect on on the Gainesville it didn't didn't have a really big effect on Gainesville um outside of Gainesville however you know South Florida The Tampa, Sarasota mm-hmm. area did get a little, a little, um, not, it wasn't that bad, but it was, it was a lot worse than here, up here. This, this though is a lot more than just drag. It's kind of, it's disappointing <laughs> this mm-hmm. is happening. Um, so just take this issue on a personal level. Now we talk about, you know, racism, diversity, as well as white nationalism. Um, why do you think Because I always I always ask myself this question: What they have the right to um, speak their mind? You sure, know, yeah. they have the the right to speak their ideas. That is, there's no gainsay about it. But why? How hate develop inside them? What have they encountered in their life that leads to these hateful ideas? And ideas about what the country and what society, what community should cater to their their own needs. It's not even uh, a community as a whole. Their own needs. I'm not. I'm not gonna try and psychoanalyze white nationalists mm-hmm. or Richard Spencer or his followers. I mean, you said you were. You've thought about it. You have an answer. I do have an answer. It's it's all common sense. We come from different walks of life. Yeah. And we associate ourselves with different with people who share the same ideas and opinions. So um, there's, it's very hard to blame and thereby convert these people's mind um, instead of just, you know, letting them express it, I guess, 
and then as they um, go through life or somehow uh, at the end of their journey they will come to the realization that there's more than just your life life uh, human life in a philosophical sense is the addict which means it exists in two forms um, two connected forms we cannot exist on our own we exist because of people around us because of people we love and may fortunately partner with um, throughout the rest of our life yeah so I just I just think in this in this instance with Richard Spencer it, it kind of seems like what he really wants is attention from he really wants attention from the college population mm-hmm. and it everything leading up to this the beefing up of security the plans to protest even us talking about it it's kind of just feeding into what he wants mm-hmm. so yeah so how about we uplift the moment <laughs> and lift the clouds the dark clouds that are uh, casting over University of Florida's and let the gator ground <laughs> with what's going on with you know just uh, start off with what's, what, what's been going on with yeah, your well, week well we have what have we been up to this past week right mm-hmm <laughs> Um, do you want to start? Yeah. Um, well, because <laughs> I want to avoid it, but it just come back because of this, um, uh, next, <coughs> because of this upcoming, um, um, guest speaker. Yeah. A lot of my assignments in the newsroom got postponed or pushed back, um, I just came in there and they like, I'm packing, I'm packing, I'm getting out, out, I'm getting the hell out of here. I have to report this, I'm gonna report that, oh, making yeah. phone calls. It's like hell in there, and no, that makes sense. And it, it hasn't even happened yet, people. So not, see, that's yeah, why you're in journalism, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. in telecom. So that's why that's one thing I don't get it. Um, telecom. I mean, it's it's meaningful that people go out there and report things that affect the community, like you know, which part of Gainesville is blocked. Or shut down. Um, but it's like some silly thing like, you know, donut shop is still open. Uh, that doesn't make sense to me uh, in terms of conflicts and um, difficult time like this. Um, there are, I mean, <laughs> I'm not experienced that much uh, to talk about them. But um, to me, um, I have taken different perspective and different angles at issues. Uh, and it's not that I'm gonna avoid this. Um, if I were able to, and if I were assigned this upcoming um, guest speech, I'm still gonna. I'm still not gonna avoid it, but I'm just gonna take it, take on it on the most meaningful um, approach, or the most influential approach. Yeah, definitely makes sense that you're having that experience because you're in telecom news. It has a lot of overlap with journalism, I believe. So it just people, uh, you know, in your classes are probably really mm-hmm. excited, not not necessarily thrilled, but they're probably really they're excited to report on this probably. Oh yeah, it, my my it, instructor dropped his pen and fired rockets all over the place. <laughs> he like it. He like things that. Um, Really, like you, like like we mentioned, like a hype or a drag like this. 
just out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. So what else you want? What so what have happened in well, your well, life? Well, for me, I went to a football game on Saturday. Oh, Gators game. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> see, I I've been to a football game before. Um, from Washington, the Seahawks game. Oh, the Seahawks. That's they're really loud. Seahawks fans. Oh my God! They're it just once and once and four, and and that's it for me. I just went to one game, and I say that's it, because I couldn't see much, and people were yelling oh, wh- in my ears. Where were you sitting? Huh? Where were you sitting? Like in the middle, somewhere like that. But I mean, I just couldn't stand it. Uh, I I wasn't that much into football, but I just liked it. My, I I thought I would like the atmosphere somehow, but I didn't. So share with me, uh, what what you experienced there? I mean, get a football game, NFL games. I've been to an NFL one NFL game before too. I went to. What's uh, your favorite NFL game? The team, probably the Dolphins. The, well, the Miami Dolphins. Yes. Yeah, the, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, um, yeah. I went to a Jets at Dolphins game mm-hmm. in Miami. It was the end of the. Say twenty fourteen season, twenty fourteen, yeah, and and um, that was nice. That was we the Dolphins lost that game, so oh they they lost up. It was a pretty so close. tell me because they're up they're up the whole game basically, and mm-hmm. they lost for somebody who Dolphins don't like football. Tell me what made you come back after they lose. Time after time, the Seahawks did the I mean, same thing. I'm, the I'm, Dolphin, the Gators. I mean, I I didn't. Um, <laughs> and a I lot mean, of this, people this, listening are going, "You don't play the Gators? Get out of here!" This, but this, <laughs> the Seahawks, I don't know. They haven't really been losing the past few years. They won a Super Bowl um, four years ago. They've been to two Super Bowls in the past. But they've been sucked. Uh, the the past few after that, yeah, the uh, the offense of doing terribly now the uh, yeah the Seahawks offensive line has been kind of bad but they've made like what is it like five straight playoff appearances I think that's pretty good oh yeah five in the NFL. straight up mm-hmm. um, although they've been by the chicks the Arizona chicks before they're the Cardinals they're yeah the Cardinals the, it, I mean in, in Seattle you can always um, catch this up like is it is that they are our Sworn enemy, yeah, the yeah. Cardinals. The, the, the Cardinals are we just divisional rivals. Yeah, yeah, we win, we lose, we win, we lose to the to the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Seahawks, the Niners, <laughs> and and the Rams as well. Those are uh, the divisional rivals for the Seahawks. Uh, I mean, I went to one Dolphins game, and I just I went to that one. Uh, I'm not really. My family is not really wealthy. I just went. Um, Wait, what did you say? My family's not really wealthy, so I don't have the money to oh. go to you know a Dolphins game every weekend. Yeah, that's or even, thing too. Or even once a season. I just I just went to one game, uh-huh. and it was it was nice. It was I was really happy with who I went with and all that. So the Dolphins game, we I mean, this was typical Dolphins fashion three three years ago, and just you know up in the fourth quarter and losing. I th- I think that's what happened. They were up at points in the game and they just ended up losing and similar with the Gators game this was my first college football game really so, yeah it was my my first college football game this oh week, yeah last we it's all it both uh happens that we are here our first year yeah mm-hmm. is yeah I'm a freshman and 
I grew up. My my mom is a Miami Hurricanes fan. We, I mean, we're from Miami, so that makes sense. But I didn't. I was not a Hurricanes fan. I was a Gators fan. I don't know why. Uh, Wait, Hurricane a football team or、yeah. a hurricane in general? No, there's a football team. The, See, the, I I don't know. You have you yeah. You have to provide me such silly context. But、uh, I I'm not I'm from Washington. I'm not aware of all the football teams around. No,、here. I I get you.、Mm-hmm. Um, the University of Miami. Oh, okay. Has a their their mascot. Their Do、hurricane. you guys argue when they play against one another? Oh, they they don't really play against each other. No,、often. I mean the Gators versus the Hurricane. Yeah, they don't play. Oh. Against each other, they're in too too often. They haven't played against each other in a couple of seasons, and they、mm-hmm. won't until twenty nineteen.、Uh, you know,、so. interesting because、uh, in Washington, there are people、uh, who went who go to University of Washington, the Huskies. Yeah. And people who go to、um, Washington State. Washington State, the Cougars, and every time and they also sworn enemies, and every time they play. You can hear people bickering one over one another. Oh yeah, that's that'll happen this year in November when UF plays、uh, Florida State, the Seminoles. Really, the, Ga- the Gators and the Seminoles are the、mm-hmm. their own big biggest rivals.、Mm-hmm. Um, you keep a fin- your finger crossed for them. Uh, for the Gators, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to ask the question. You gonna keep your finger crossed for the Florida State? <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, I mean the Gators haven't been playing too well this season. And、mm-hmm. this, neither have the Seminoles though, so we'll see about that. It's in Gainesville, so maybe the home field advantage. Although, I mean, I I experienced it firsthand. That doesn't really mean much this season. Home、mm-hmm. field advantage. We lost in here to Texas A&M. That was the game I went to,、mm-hmm. the Texas A&M UF game, and I had I got pretty good seats.、Uh, I bought them from one of my classmates in my SLS class, and. She gave them to me, and she she handed them to me, and she's like, "Wow, you got really good seats." And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I, I didn't know the numbers too well on the ticket, but she's like, it's around the end zone." So I got to watch, um, the Gators drive toward the end zone. <clears throat> they、mm-hmm. dr- they drove towards the end zone in the first and third quarter where I was sitting down.、Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. Um, I like the atmosphere of the game. It was it was it was really cool. I guess it was just a bunch of. College kids and all enjoying the same game, so、mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. The atmosphere was nice. Um, I got to the game like two minutes late. There was、um, when the when the airplanes go over, cause it's it's it was a night game. The airplanes went over the stadium, and that was that was loud. I wasn't in the stadium yet, but I, I the, could hear the it. The airplanes loud or the oh the airplanes well, loud. The jets, well, like <coughs> the 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 airplane is or the fl- crowd. That's why my question: the airplane or the crowd? Which one's louder? Oh, the the jet. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know the jet. The planes,、uh, the planes only flew over once at、mm-hmm. the beginning. I, I can't really gauge that. The crowd was super loud, though.、Mm-hmm. It gets extremely loud. Um, see, because I even when I don't go to football game, we live in around Fort Lewis because that's what Washington is for. A lot of、um, military camp and base. So every time there's There's a bunch of airplane or jets come、uh, flying over our roof, and we like we suck under.、Uh, let's evacuate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it was just loud. Um, so after all,、um, we were up the in like the entirety of the game though. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. We scored first.、Mm-hmm. It was tied three three, but after the Gators made it ten three, they held on to. Was, at one point, I think it was ten, ten ten. 
but the Gators did not, they were not trailing the mm-hmm. entire game until it was about two and a half minutes left, and Texas A&M's kicker made it 19-17. Mm-hmm. And then the Gators lost. Oh. Felipe Franks, zero pick. And then the final drive, pretty pretty uh, heartbreaking. The, I think the best part of the game was definitely the end of the third quarter. The end of the third quarter was nice as for for me. It was my first game, so it was my first experience there. Was it your first game? Yeah, my first, yeah. That you attended? First Gators game, yeah. Awesome. So, so uh, the, the when they sing the Boys of Old Florida, and uh-huh. people next to you just kind of uh, grab you and, like by the shoulder, and like everyone's like locking arms and just singing. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And then they play the Tom Petty song. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So see, uh, a lot of these... Uh, a lot of this recital of experience or recollection might sound redundant to you, but like for people like me who, you know, don't really uh, have an affinity or passion with football or just sit in the room and hum by myself during football games. No, I actually study, but, um, but like I say, after all, what brings you back to the football game, even though they win, uh, they lose, uh, After loss, after loss, after loss, what really? I mean, I mean, it's not like the Gators are zero and six. No, I mean football in general. I mean, yeah, it's not like, I mean, it's not like the teams I root for are winless. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, Dol- the Dolphins are three and two. They're they're on a two game winning streak actually. The Gators are three and three. They're on a two game losing streak. I mean, football isn't the thing. I I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. What can't. brings you the hope? That they will win the next game. I mean, they've won before. The Gators have three national mm-hmm. championships. They 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 usually are a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Um, this season they're playing pretty poorly by their standards, but it's it's not like. I mean, it's not like they're. Yeah. I think it's unpredictable because they replaced them the members of the team. Well, right? yeah, they gra- Well, in college they graduated. Mm-hmm. So you don't really know. Um, that you know they may have a breakthrough next season, or you know they may win more than this season. So maybe that's really brings you back. Uh, I mean, I just like football as a sport, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's kind of weird. Some people just watch football, but I think that's kind of weird. I mean, if you're not rooting for a team, then and you're just watching the game, mm-hmm. kind of kind of neutrally i think that's a little odd to me mm-hmm. but i know it's it's something that i try to adapt to is the fabric of american life um but i, w- I didn't grow up with football i i just turn on the television and use that as a nightlight <laughs> yeah i don't really care what's on it's like wallpaper no matter what's going on i switch channel and i'm um what they call in the business um a switcher so i don't really watch tv that much um i watch certain shows but i devote more time to reading and studying yeah i do like one sport though uh, do you want to speculate is it soccer no if for somebody who's innately or or um inborn impatient what would you think it gets shorter it's all about competition it, that's what's so interesting about sport is Tension is competition, but uh, for somebody who would want to see who wins and who loses 
as fast as he wants it to be. Uh, what what's your guess? So you're saying a fast sport. Another clue will be I like violence. Is it UFC? Yeah, around, uh, close. Uh, it's WWE wrestling. Oh, that's not a sport. Hey, <laughs> that's, that's, you can argue that. That's not real. <laughs> oh, the, the WWE is, is it's <coughs> it's definitely not. Um. <laughs> well, you can argue. You can keep arguing. It's like Santa Claus, whether it's real or not, but. Yeah, it's, uh, it's as real as even when you class, come to yeah. the realization that it's not real. I can people still endure it. With I mean, yeah, still, yeah, I mean, yeah, I still, I mean, there's just, I think the argument that it's not real isn't a good argument for you shouldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we watch fictional movies and we read oh, yeah. books and unicorn, <laughs> yeah, so you can, you can, you can like works of fiction all you want, but mm-hmm. compared to the NFL or the NBA. You know, basketball, soccer, mm-hmm. tennis, hockey—all those are are really brutal. Not brutal, but they're they're, you know, mm-hmm. you have to be athletic and. Well, you also have to give them credits for how amazingly they develop this whole oh, industry w- of w- their own. WWE. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty. Any anytime you can make a big industry out of something, that's that's definitely impressive. I mean, even to a point that Vince McMahon, the CEO of WWE Entertainment Corporation, um, his wife right now is working uh, for the government in the cabinet. So, um, and she was elected on I mean, bipartisan vote. I mean, that's that's <laughs> people from the WWE in American office. That's not that doesn't shock me anymore. Donald Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame. He is. Yes, he is. Snoop Dogg is as well. I mean, there are a lot of amazing people that you wouldn't <laughs> imagine. Um, and um, <coughs> and um, uh, on the WWE Hall of Fame, but it doesn't really indicate much that how deeply they involve. Um, there's some like Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, or The Rock. Uh, Dwayne Johnson yeah, and, yeah. have been so um yeah the rock and yeah. of a popular faces um uh, in Hollywood. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that WWE isn't liked or adored by people. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's definitely not a sport. It's not mm-hmm. a real sport. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's scripted, and that's. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being scripted. It's just, yeah, that's the reality of the situation. Um. That's pretty interesting though. You like wrestling. Pretty cool. Yeah, and I don't know. Um but it inspired real wrestling, Chris. It inspired wrestling around from local to national, even international level. No, I know. I know. It's it's I, it, I don't know why um and not that I don't believe in the rhetoric that it's not real, but the training is real. Um Oh, yeah, and it's rigorous. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Maybe they they have to train to get bulky. Huh? Yeah, it's not May- like you can just, you know, attach abs onto yourself. You have to work for it and all that. Maybe it's the essence of reality TV shows today. I mean, you turn on The Bachelor reality TV show. Um, I just picked that out as an example. It's not yeah. a good one, but um, there are people that what people, what I call muppeteers. Behind the scene, orchestrating the story, or you know, writing storylines, 
and it's important because uh, despite all of these, well, UFC is certainly um, that's a better option to you, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't really, I don't really watch fighting sports. Uh huh. Fighting. I mean, but to you, it will be a, a more of a sport. UFC than WWE. UFC is definitely much mm-hmm. as a sport, as a, as an actual sport. Yeah, it's it's real. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a sports um organization. The UFC Ultimate Fighting Champion mm-hmm. Championship. Um, I I watched the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, definitely was rooting for Conor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, you don't I know just, why, I but uh-huh. but um, that was a good fight. See, that's one thing about sport. Um, the faith is immense. Uh, I mean, even people like me, uh, kind of, I say objective because I don't like sport, but uh, people who kind of regimented on facts, you you know, like comparing, you have the two profiles on the table. And I already tell, I could already tell and foretell that, you know, Mayweather is going to win. Well, yeah, I... I- but I didn't. The, ex- I didn't expect Conor McGregor to win. I just. But you wanted. say you won. Yeah, that is the kernel or the crux of this whole um, dynamics behind sport that attract people because they tend to identify themselves with one side or um, is parasocial relationships. I mean, yeah, because sports is competitive usually, mm-hmm. so and competition. Yeah, so if you're a spectator, you'll probably root for someone. <laughs> um, if you're from Miami, you'll probably root for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. It's it, you know that they represent you and your city and where you were uh, brought up in. So you you would want them to win, just like if you go to the University of Florida, you would probably root for the Gators to win games. I mean, there's there's not too many people that come to UF and mm-hmm. root other teams um maybe if they so, someone like oh, you're I, kidding you say not many people <coughs> coming to uf i see people from all uh, i mean from you, all different states all different I countries mean, i i i didn't say that people don't come to uf from different countries i'm saying if you come to the university of florida you'll probably root for the gators oh in I their see, football I games mm-hmm. i mean i'm not saying you were a gators fan before you went to uf mm-hmm. i'm saying while you attend UF, you probably root for your school mm-hmm. over other teams. Um, I'm in the situation where I I actually did grow up kind of rooting for the Gators. I didn't. I'm not like super into college football. Mm-hmm. Um, now I am a little more into it because I, I go to college and all that. But while I was in high school, I you know I didn't really pay attention to it too much. I just kind of had this um, ambient feeling that I or ambient kind of want for the Gators to win Mm -hmm. but I mean yeah obviously there's people here from like Nebraska and they they probably grew up um in a family that rooted for the Cornhuskers that that makes sense Mm -hmm. but um yeah there's not much I can say past that I mean it's crazy when you think about it I mean I have people scoff at or laugh at me for <clears throat> being a UF student who do not really care much about the Gators, whereas a lot of uh, kids out there who are studying at Santa Fe or studying uh, at colleges around 
uh, the state just wanting to get to into UF to you know be a part of the Gators nation. Well, I mean, I don't. I feel like people when they apply to University of Florida, when they want to get into University of Florida, their their primary reason probably isn't to root for the sports team. I mean, you might want to be part of the Gator Nation culturally. Mm-hmm. Like you want that education, you want that kind of academic mission. I know I know lots of people when they apply to universities out of high school, like you 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 had a different experience where you you went to a junior college, right? In yeah. Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, but which they keep it quiet, the secret. They they don't want me, people to know that I was there. So just sign on. <laughs> um, when people apply from high school, though, they usually look like high schoolers. At least at my high school, because it was small, and we had a really good cap advisor. We were encouraged to kind of research the universities, see their academic missions, see every, kind of research every aspect of the university, the classes, you know, the if you like sports, the sports, the geographical location, all of that. Greek life. Yeah, Greek life. Pretty much mm-hmm. it would I mean I went through the same thing, yeah. To see if they fit for you. So mm-hmm. I think it people don't really prioritize whether, you know, they would be rooting for the Gators or not. Uh-huh. They prioritize, okay, I would be part of the Gator Nation in the sense that, you know, I I'm getting this type of education mm-hmm. so my question would be if your major were not offered here just <coughs> i mean it, if it, it were not offered here and you know that somewhere out of state there's a better much much more prestigious programs of your major would you choose would you still choose university of florida i mean my major isn't major isn't offered here really for me it's film and film is offered through an interdisciplinary study. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need like a couple semesters in to uh, college, and then you have to apply it to that. And it's it's I'm I'm okay with telecom um, production. There's de- a definite overlap, and I I'd, I'd probably get a better understanding of the industry as well through mm-hmm. through this way. Um, I mean, as I long mean, as it you de- enjoy it, yeah. Well, I wouldn't I w- I wouldn't go to an out of state school for telecom because. The the out of state schools I applied to and got into I got in I got accepted to 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 out of state Syracuse and yeah. the mm-hmm. University of Virginia. Mm. Um oh, oh Charlottesville <laughs> you don't you wouldn't want to I mean <laughs> we just talk about Richard Spencer yeah I mean I mean Charlottesville's probably <coughs> okay now um they offered film and media studies and I got into them mm-hmm. and the reason I didn't go there is because it's just a financial yeah sure that's another thing to um take into consideration but it's just you know and i am curious you know if i mean if there was no financial Mm -hmm. choice it'd be a much harder decision because i i really like the university of florida it Mm -hmm. it was my top in-state option to just come here it's a good university yeah yeah it is a really good i know why it's not counted as in the ivy league it's in the top 10 obviously but Um, it's a great university (laughs) The University of Florida is a top ten public university. That's uh-huh. that's true. Um, well, the, the Ivy Leagues are private. Are private? No, not not all Ivy League are private. Like University of um, California, Berkeley. Well, that's not an Ivy League school. Oh really? Yeah, there's. I'm not gonna look at. I might have to double check it. There's eight Ivy League schools, and they're in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Ivy, 
ag is kind of more tradition than anything because they're they're really old universities mm-hmm. kind of founded in the 18th and 19th century i believe maybe 16th and 17th no not 16th 17th and 18th mm-hmm. i always believe they're that old universities yeah they always try to make money out of you there because they try to not only um, the tuition is outrageous, yeah, but the really they're bad. gonna make you stay until Ivy Leaf roll over all over you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There's Harvard, there's mm-hmm. Princeton, Yale, Columbia, mm-hmm. uh, Brown. What or, I like, or now you Penn and Dartmouth. What I love about this university is that um, because I had the option to choose between UCLA. In California, yeah, which I applied to, and here, um, which is amazingly how I come up because this with UF it just came to me as the last option on my list, but somehow I was attracted to it most first because of the weather. It was the same thing in Los Angeles, not yeah, more or less, yeah. But um, it, I just think it's too much in California, in Los Angeles. I like the um, the pace of living there, um, but I just think that. I don't know. Maybe I was afraid of competition. I guess because you know when there are more students, more facilities, things like that, they don't, they won't really care much about you. Um, I mean, we we all run our race, but to a certain extent, we all want a little bit of assistance, you know. Yeah. And UF is definitely a good choice in regards to um, programs like. Um, Gator care, gator well, or gator health, you know? Um, yeah. You matter, we care, things like that. They really, and it's by a lot of controversies, like, you know, inviting Richard Spencer over. They do really care about your safety and your well being. So, well, again, I don't think they invited Richard Spencer. I just think, oh, that my they, bad. They were, yeah. They're kind of, Richard Spencer well, wants to speak here. He actually had to pay the rent for yeah. it. Yeah, he rented out the, mm-hmm. the, Phillips on it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So right now is almost nine o'clock and we're going to... 58, yeah. Oh, thank you very much for the <laughs> reciseness. It doesn't matter to me, but we're going to go to a uh, short break, enjoy some music, and we're going to come back with some interesting discussions.
Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for staying tuned with us. And this is Job Back Podcast with Quan and Chris. Um, we have discussed about sport, about uh, Richard Spencer, about our weeks, and of course, um, something we always want to bring up. Um, what do you want to do in the next few days, Chris? Um, you have any plan, or you have any intention to study? Just study. Um, have yeah, I have, I have, I have to finish the museum tour for the barn, uh, for what is the good life. It's a fresh, uh-huh. it's a freshman class, and you have to tour the two museums on campus: the natural history one and the the Horn Museum of Art. And I started the Horn Museum of Art, but there was one thing that I couldn't take a picture of a selfie of, which is me in a hallway. My phone died like halfway through the museum. Oh tour. no! See, it, I actually really like museums, to be honest. So mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of just stayed um, in the museum probably longer <laughs> than I would have had to, and. What bring you the interest in museums, and are is there particular type of museums that you like, like this one particularly, the natural? There's one. There's the museum? Florida Natural History Museum, mm-hmm. and then there's the Horn Museum of Art. I don't really have a reason to like museums. It's just kind of cool. It's just kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, I like history, so you know. It's mm-hmm. kind of on display, whether it's science. Do you like to learn history, or you just like history? You, what do you mean? But kind of both. I feel like there's uh-huh. a big overlap with that. I mean, if you if you like history, you probably. I feel like there's a definite chance you like to learn it. Hmm. I mean, uh, kind of interesting because you know in this modern life, everything just so fast is streaming is um everything is yeah available watching. and when you really have to take a moment of a pause or of reflection or of studying history is really strike you with this um i don't know excitement i guess or a passion into finding out what our roots are uh, or even lives around us Animals or um, um, biology, anatomy, things like that, right? Yeah, I suppose. Um, I don't really have a criticism of modern life mm-hmm. with it being so fast. It's kind of okay. Mm-hmm. I think I think the one thing, only thing I have a a problem with is artificial intelligence. It's getting a little too crazy. It's getting a little too wild. Wait, um, you mean? Cosmetic surgery? No, in terms of <laughs> ar- artificial intelligence, like ro- like robots. Oh, okay. Robots are de- are. It's definitely gonna be a problem. In, so technology in, in, in general? No, just robots with artificial. Oh, you fear that sometime in the future robots gonna take over? I don't this think planet. I don't think they'll take over the planet. <laughs> I just think it'll be a problem <laughs> if you do not. It's the age of Ultron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it was an okay movie. Yeah, but I I'm from uh, Washington, uh, like Seattle, yeah. where Bill Gates uh, and uh, I couldn't remember his partner's name, but he owned the Seahawks. By the way, you're looking at it up right now. But um, those are tech savvy people and yeah. people who just go home and <laughs> the lights on <laughs> and uh, yeah, they invest a lot of in technology. My, my favorite. My favorite uh, personality uh-huh. uh, when it comes to 
people in the tech industry is Elon Musk. I think Elon Musk is hilarious. Tell me a little bit about him. I never heard of that guy. Oh, um, he kind of he owns SpaceX and Tesla. So mm-hmm. Silicon Valley. Well, I, I mean, I suppose. Yeah. He's pretty hilarious. Like his ideas are. Pretty- is he still alive, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, he oh, okay. owns SpaceX and Tesla. Mm-hmm. Tesla, the the the, the car. Yeah, I yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So, it's he owns other stuff too. I just I'm blanking <coughs> on it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm yeah I'm just blanking on it and. Oh, he, the, he, he has a he has this theory uh-huh. that we're. <laughs> what? It's so funny. We're living in a, in a simulation, in a computer simulation. So. Say it louder, a little bit louder, if you can. We're living in a computer simulation. Oh, okay. So we own <laughs> computerized in a way? Uh, no, it's just that the theory is life has, like natural life has evolved so far mm-hmm. into the point where you can create simulations of life. Mm-hmm. And so we are that simulation and we just don't realize it. We don't know that we're a simulation. Like, we're. have you played The Sims? Or do you know what The Sims is? The Sims. Clarify it a little bit. The, I, it, I, it may... The Sims is a video game. It's uh-huh. a PC game, and you can just... They have, like, little green diamonds on their head, and you uh-huh. can just um, kind of control what they do. Really? Okay. So, yeah, it's basically, like, <coughs> we are The Sims. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't really know much about video games, uh, but I couldn't really refute... It's a vital role in life and, you know, entertaining us. And, uh, well, yeah. back to Bill Gates because I love talking about him. Uh, you know, he just recently, not recently, but I think the last few years, he created this poop water machine. Um, you convert human manure into water. I, I think I think. You I, heard of that? I think I may have. It's yeah, so funny. Bill, yeah, Bill Gates probably did that. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, they're giving all these rich people money to fund um, scientific research like this. And um, people are dying needlessly, uh, cancer, AIDS, and things like that. But all they care is become... (laughs) Yeah, I feel like Bill Gates is really... I mean, Bill Gates is probably one of the more humanitarian billionaires in the world. Mm -hmm. He's really probably... He spends a lot of his time trying to develop ways to help out people in low-income situations, like in Africa as well. Because mm-hmm. Bill Gates and John Green, the author, mm-hmm. I, I remember I watched the video where they, they talked about their goals to um kind of help out that area. I forgot which, which country exactly it was in Africa, but... From... Uh, poverty, starve. Yeah, things like that. Okay, I see. Oh, awesome. Um, any other tech people that you like? Uh, no, just Elon Musk. <coughs> just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just Elon Musk. How about film? Now we should start talking about film because, uh, you mentioned you are into film and production. Who's like your favorite figure in film in Hollywood? Now, not you don't have to like bring up names of actor and actress, but because you you like more of people like behind the scenes, so you have I mean, any? I mean, I I don't, I just like film. I like the actors as well. They're uh-huh. they're obviously an integral part of the film. Um, 
Do you like the auteur? That's the term they use for like showrunners. I think that's. I think it's so. I think it's extremely pretentious that that term auteur. Um, but yeah, I do like the people that produce things and mm-hmm. show their showrunners. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I do like them. Um, when it comes to showrunners mm-hmm. or just TV uh, show creators, Vince Gilligan. Uh-huh. He's nice. Uh, for. But tell the, the, tell the audience a little bit about him. He made Breaking Bad. I know he made Breaking Bad, but like what? I mean, I just <coughs> I really like Breaking Bad. I thought the uh-huh. direction in Breaking Bad was good. I thought Breaking Bad was a really brilliant show. Mm-hmm. And the color theory in Breaking Bad is really good too. Uh huh. Um, maybe ne- next time when because we're almost hitting the hour mark right now uh-huh. for fifty six minutes. So maybe next time we could talk about it a little more. Oh, you wanted to talk about how you got um, caught up in this Breaking Bad series? Yeah, yeah, I'll, <laughs> uh-huh. I'll, I'll share. I'll talk about that okay, next time. Just collect um, your thoughts, and we run a whole series on it, de- de- uh, de- dedicated to Breaking Bad. Because I didn't watch it, so and I'm kind of curious. You know, there's too many shows today, uh, and it's kind of a shame for me to say that I don't watch shows that much, but I. Devote more time to like comedy or sitcom. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch. <coughs> I don't watch shows too much either. I've I've finished Breaking Bad, Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. Sherlock. I need to watch the fourth series of Sherlock actually. Um, House of Cards, which I need to finish the fifth season of. Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Kevin. Kevin Spacey is really great actor. Oh, absolutely! Great impersonator too. Yeah, yeah. But he, in, amazingly, he didn't get casted on. SNL, when you think of impersonator, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the day, you wouldn't. Oh, you mentioned a name. What's his name again? Vince, uh, the Breaking Part. Vince word. Gilligan. Vince Gilligan. He okay. he worked on the X Files as well. Mm-hmm. I which I need. To, I should check out the X Files soon. Um, directors, I Martin Scorsese. Oh, Martin Scorsese and uh, Robert De Niro. They always together, and they are just yeah. Like the top people, and you know, interestingly, I, <coughs> I mean, I I like uh, acting. I like to be uh, in front of cameras, and but I always have great admiration for um, people, uh, producer or people behind the scenes. Even when I well aware and well versed in the uh, technologies, the tech skills. Uh, even when I know how to edit myself, I still have a great admiration for. Uh, people who um, put a show together, and it sounds simple, but it's really much a lot of works that. Oh yeah, yeah. Production, mm-hmm. um, of anything really is yeah. takes, takes a lot of. It's the skeleton, the skeleton that they um assemble for the show. Yeah, it takes a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. That's definitely is true. Um, like one of the best example I could think of is like. It doesn't take long for um the Seinfeld, the Seinfeld, which is like the most popular Seinfeld, yeah, yeah, uh, comedy sitcom right now. Um, it doesn't, it didn't take them long right to now? end the show. No, 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 I mean, well, right now in terms of popularity, Seinfeld still. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that- I mean, I haven't seen any shows that top over. I mean. They still they were the top when they yeah. in syndication. Uh, they were the top when they are on air. I mean, they have just 
they are the Game of Thrones of comedy sitcom. I would use that analogy. But yeah. what my point is, <coughs> it didn't. <coughs> it didn't take long before the show was canceled after Larry David, um, one of the most important yeah. figure, uh, left. And uh, yeah, it's kind of that's kind of bring me. Um, to greatly admire and look up to these producers. Yeah, def- I definitely do. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely do think that. So, what type of what what type of movies are your favorite? Like science fiction, or uh, action, love. I don't r- romance. I don't really have a favorite type of film. Mm-hmm. I would say. Um, as a consumer, as an audience member, I really do kind of enjoy superhero films. Oh, um, okay. Which franchise? Like the, uh, the League of Justice or Marvel or um, X-Men? I mean, J- Justice League still hasn't come out yet, so I really can't comment on that one. I really do like the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. I think mm-hmm. they're really... I think the web, the network of just kind of putting all these films together mm-hmm. in in kind of there it's like old school film serials mm-hmm. from the 30s 40s 50s all that it's kind of like reminiscent of that mm-hmm. style where just you have all these actual blockbuster films and they're all following the same storyline more or less and it's pretty incredible what marvel has been able to do and fun In fact, did you know that they almost went bankrupt? Marvel? Yeah, I do. Until I do. Disney buy the franchise and well, the, well, it it didn't really work out that way. Marvel Marvel almost went bankrupt in the nineties, and that the night the nineteen nineties were their worst um, decade commercially, mm-hmm. and they sold the film rights to all their char- to their characters to movie studios. So Spider Man, they sold Spider Man film rights to Sony. They sold. Hulk film rights to Universal, mm-hmm. X Men to Fox. Who's your favorite um, heroes? Spider Man's definitely at the top. Um, Do you like the fact that they have just keep resurrecting the characters over movie and movies like Homecoming or Spider Man or stuff like different actors um, with the same storyline, the same plot? Well, Spider Man Homecoming does not have the same plot as the other Spider Man films. Well, but they still talk over like how he got bitten, how he, his uncle. It's the same at first. I, I mean, home, homecoming, homecoming was really smart, uh, in, from the perspective of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they didn't rehash Sp- Spider-Man's origin story because they they recognized that people criticize that in the Amazing Spider-Man one, because mm-hmm. uh, there was the original trilogy. And then that 2002, 2004, 2007 were the three films. And then in 2012, they rebooted <laughs> the Amazing the Spider-Man series. Sony rebooted it into mm-hmm. the Amazing Spider-Man. The Amazing, and they, yeah. And they made a sequel in 2014. Mm-hmm. And those movies were really, like, when I was a kid and I watched them, when I was 12 and 14 watching them, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. But, you know, obviously, they're... There's a reason there is no Amazing Spider-Man 3, and that's because those movies were bad. Those movies do not make 
as much money as they were supposed to, mm-hmm. and that's because those movies weren't good creatively. They weren't good um, in terms of story building. Mm-hmm. They kept trying to kind of set up the fact that there will be a larger uh, Spider-Verse or whatever. That's what Sony was trying to do. They were trying to copy the MCU's format and model. That's what a lot of Hollywood is doing now. Uh-huh. Um, they're trying to make cinematic universes based off of the model that Marvel has made, even with um, like Godzilla and King Kong. They're trying to make that into one universe and have them be in the same film. So, it's... Or the upcoming... DC uh, movies as well. Pacific Ring, or... Oh my God, I couldn't um, think of the name off the top of my head. But, um, is... Do you know Pacific Ring or... or uh, the the robot movie. Um, yeah, it's it, there's Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim two. Pacific Rim, yeah, Rim versus. Oh my God, they, they incorporated. You gotta look it up. Uh, okay, after a while of researching, and I know we're a little bit underprepared, but um, Chris was able to debunk my misconception that. It was the Pacific Rim against Transformer, and it's instead just a way of them to saying, "Hey, uh, check out our next sequel to Pacific Rim. We got bad robots and cool, awesome um, fight or brawl going on." I guess I feel like Juan thought that it was gonna be the Transformers in the next Pacific Rim film, mm-hmm. but it's it. It looks like there's just robots in Pacific Rim. I mean, there was robots in the last Pacific Rim film as well, too. Mm-hmm. I think this one was just more of, it looked kind of like a ripoff of Transformers. <coughs> At least that's what I saw one publication kind of say. It was kind of like, oh, this next Pacific Rim mm-hmm. trail, the, the new Pacific Rim trailer kind of makes it look like a Transformer sequel. And that's, there is that. And and it ties back to the quote you remember. You remember when you brought up like we are simulators or something like that? What's the phone quote? Uh, I, I'm. I really don't know. I can't recall. Something sim- simulators like we are. Oh, actually, we're in a computer simulation. Yeah. Um. They are trying to digitalize and um robotize. That's a bad word word to use, but uh, robotize like almost everything, including the Jurassic Park. Um. The next sequel. Um, they we, people are predicting that you know the dinosaurs gonna be armed with guns and weapons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you heard of that? No, I I have not. Uh-huh. Um, but no. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is it an interesting movie to you? I I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched um mm-hmm. any Jurassic Park film actually. Yeah, so that's so, a little bit uh, of I me. Pro- like I definitely should. Uh, oh, yeah, it's really great. Um, even there's so many parts of it, and, and every one of it is just a dynamite. It's, it's awesome. It's scintillating, and uh, it brings you back to a forgotten um, aspect of nature that existed thousands, no, uh, well, millennium, ago yeah and um yeah before the 
the one piece of rock fall off from sky and everybody just go extinct. <laughs> I hope someday, uh, no, I wouldn't hope, not all would happen <laughs> to humanity, but, <coughs> um, anything else you want to bring up? Um, I can't really think of, can't really say this, so, right now, um, because we're having our blank out moment right now. If we did, if we did talk about anything else, it would probably take, it would probably take us a while. So you know, uh, I would just nothing, give us nothing, bri- of nothing like brief though. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, you had asked what type of movie I like, so superhero. Movies. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. In um, correspondence with that is you know what movies I like. Um, I like like watching classic movie. I don't know why and. I don't listen to classic music, classical music, but I'm the type of an outdated guy, I guess. But I just watch very movies that back very famous and very well done back in the day. I'm, <coughs> I I'm I'm very acutely aware of the um, transformation of Hollywood movies and how they're now targeting on blockbuster, you know, movies that takes off a lot of money, bunch of money, but they ho- they're clinging to their hope that somehow we'll, the revenues will balance it out. Anyways, um, back in the day, TV shows and movie in general are very cheap to produce because I guess uh, of the talented actor and actress as well as how they re- really ran the show of their own or the movie. Um, you can take examples like Casablanca, uh, Citizen Kane, or, or even Meryl Streep movie, um, they've done fine, fi- the finest act or, or arts within their parts and their roles. Yeah, Meryl Streep's a really, I mean, she's statistically the best actress mm-hmm. ever with like 19, I think it's 19 or 20 Oscar nominations. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> She's she's like Game of Thrones to the Emmys. People like all <laughs> want her to be disqualified in order to <coughs> somehow get a foot into the Oscar door. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, I like movies that uh, show more of connection. I guess I mean you can also see it, but very briefly in uh, blockbuster today before somebody's fire or blasted. I mean. I mean I- Superhero movies have that as well. Some of them, some of the more poignant ones, like Logan. Logan was a really good movie. I I thought Logan was actually uh, fantastic. It was a really spectacular film. Um, dealt with themes of aging, mm-hmm. of, of just dying, kind of um becoming old and and weaker. And I thought I don't know. I don't really want to talk. The Wolverine Logan of which Logan is it? Yeah, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's called Logan though. The mm-hmm. film came out this this past March. <coughs> um, it's a really good film. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about it too much because it. I know I'm gonna get into it. Um, I'm gonna get too passionate and just spoil. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert! I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the film. Uh-huh. Um, but it's really good. I mean, that's rated R. So the good thing that you brought up is it has in that part of the human connection, despite all of these um. Mutants, fantasy. Well, or... yeah, X Men, X Men, mm-hmm. X Men. Um, the thing with mutants is it's kind of a parallel with racial issues now. 
So really? Like, yeah. Yeah, it was written that way, basically, in comics and the f- the first two X-Men films. You mm-hmm. can see it. Um, How about mental illness? You see it in Marvel's movies? Mental. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, Iron Man. Uh-huh. Iron Man, Robert. Yeah, not Robert. Tony Stark. Tony it's Stark. Hard, <laughs> it's, it's very hard to tell them apart now. <laughs> no. Um, Tony Stark has alcoholism. Mm-hmm. In, and you can definitely see that in Iron Man 2. And they touch upon it in Iron Man 3 as well. And I think he's good now. I think he's he's kind of sobered up in the MCU films now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had a struggle with that. Um, I think Cap. I think Captain America. <coughs> Steve. Oh, that's definitely, he, yeah. He, he, he deals with PTSD a little bit. Mm-hmm. So just a little bit. And it's also funny that somebody who are our, um, always hot-tempered and destructive, like Hulk. Yeah, Hulk. They could develop like some kind of human connection, I guess, or uh, what they call it, um, empathy within him in their plot. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Spy- he, con- he connected with Black Widow. Could you believe that? Well, yeah, Black Widow. Um, Black Black Widow's origin story is very um, mm-hmm. kind of... This, it's a little brutal. Um, she was kind of sterilized to be a spy in Russia. So, like, um, yeah, so I was kind of... It was, it was a little bit of a downer in that movie. And so Hulk and Black Widow kind of developed a relationship in, in that Age of Ultron movie, which is... Scarlet... It's a little what's, weird. what's her name? Scarlet... Scarlet Witch? No, the actress. Scarlet... Oh, Scarlet Johansson? Johansson, yeah. She did a fine job... Uh, a perfect yeah. job in playing those. Well, and she had a lot of martial art with uh, skills, right? In Black Black Widow, yeah, Black Widow is. Uh, <coughs> I mean, Black any Widow. other movies, most of the time she plays spies or yeah, these, Lucy, yeah, yeah, Lucy. Yeah, I, so yeah, so that's. I think superheroes definitely have overlap with human connection, and mm-hmm. so I, I think it's not really a fair criticism to say that. Superheroes and superhero films do not have that kind of. Level. But they proof, like instead of. Well, I mean, Spider Man, one and two, the original Spider Man one and two, they're. But like, Spider Man two is uh-huh. an extremely well done mm-hmm. film, and it has that. Human, I mean, it's it's it's. Sam Raimi is the director. He's a horror film director, and you can definitely see his style, um, bleed into Spider Man. One and two, and even a bit of three, although the studio kind of mm-hmm. forced him into a, a little bit of a bind there. But Spider-Man 2 and, and Spider-Man 1 are character, they're character pieces, really. And I think, I don't know, I, I think it's really unfair to say that <coughs> for, I mean, obviously there's some that are just kind of artificial and they're, you can tell the studio shine on them, like Fantastic Four, um, 2020, um, Oh, I heard 15th. that's a failure yeah. for Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, X Men Apocalypse was a little bit of disappointment. Um, mm-hmm. Oh no, I watched it. I really like it. X Men Apocalypse. I mean, it's not a bad movie. It's just it was a little disappointing considering what had preceded it. Uh. Uh-huh. So. Um, oh, spoiler alert! Um, <laughs> when you mention <coughs> when you mention Spider Man, um. I I did. I have to admit. Um, after this discussion, I have to admit that I did connect with the characters when Quinn 
died at the oh, end. Oh, when Gwen died? Yeah, yeah, I think that was... It's the, really emotional. That was probably the best part of that movie. Uh-huh. Um, of that, of the amazing Spider-Man series in general. You, Do the, you think that's why they stopped making... No, absolutely, absolutely not. I think... I think that movie just was bad overall. The the story structure of it was bad. Um, mm-hmm. It's really... It's a flawed movie from a filmmaking perspective. Um, Wait... When it comes to filmmaking and technical perspective, can you uh, specify on that? I mean, I I I don't know about technical, but from uh, from a story structure, um, some characters are just they're not given enough development in that film. Rhino. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good example. <laughs> so, uh, and they're trying to stuff too much of what they want to do in future installments mm-hmm. of that series, and instead of concentrating on this film. Mm-hmm. On fleshing out the characters of that film. The best part about the Amazing Spider-Man series, the two films, is the chemistry between Gwen and Peter, between yeah, Andrew Garfield and definitely. Emma Stone. Which but, you didn't feel in the first one, the Spider-Man. Spider-Man 1, the, yeah. the first the original trilogy? Huh? I mean, there's <coughs> there's definitely... You didn't feel the, the chemistry, the connection between um, Peter and um, Mary Jane. I mean, I, I did. It's not as good as... Mm-hmm. The thing that made the connection between Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone a lot better in those movies is the fact that they were dating in real life. Really? Yeah. So during the wow. time of those films, so it made the connection. Really and the, the the dad also played a very important role in uh, revealing that connection. Or, I mean, because that, he's like in their way, you know. I mean, that's such a dumb it's story. Dumb? It's a it's a it's dumb from a storytelling structure that the the cat like. Captain Stacy in the second film is just that that whole uh-huh. I don't know I can't really it's it's we're getting into an hour and seventeen minutes <laughs> so I don't want to make it too long you hear me mm-hmm. so okay you want to start wrapping up yeah I think it's nine thirty three and uh, it's been uh, a a great day talking with Chris a uh, very eye opening experience <coughs> um. Well, I do hope everybody have a great weekend. Um, really enjoy the best of the moment despite all of the things that may gonna happen. Uh, remember, um, whatever you do, um, it's, imp- it's very important, it's very great that you stand up for your ideals, but um, take up you know real actions, um, make things more practically bear fruits or you know become more visible in in the um, effects that you bring to the community or the people around you and it's always hope at the end of the day you know hope is always always hope hope always prevails over hate and uh, from our discussion uh, over movies things like that we have discovered more about uh, each other and I hope you have fun oh oops <laughs> Uh, what do you want to say, Chris? Um, that little noise is my hat hitting the mic. <laughs> my bad. Definitely. Um, to follow up on what Quan said, thank you for listening. Um, and oh yeah, always stand up for your ideals. Don't let, don't let people scare you out of just living life the way that you want to. Don't don't let other people scare you out or terrorize you into not going out and just going places and wanting to enjoy life with the your friends and family so 
I think that's what I want to say on that. I mean, and just stay to, safe as well. Just to encapsulate, I mean, uh, we we talk about we have different ideas <coughs> and opinions, <laughs> and thing that we like. I mean, I talk about WWE. Chris talk about NFL things like that. Uh, we have different interests, and when we talk. Uh, with one another, uh, we talk in a very respectful manner, uh, you know, a very friendly way. And that's how things I believe, uh, that's how I think um, and I believe that um, conflicts of interest or ideals can just settle. Uh, we are a, a melting pot or, you know, a, a country of different ideals and we are free to express it in different ways. But um, live in harmony with one another is the most important. You're also free to express criticism of other people's ideals. Mm -hmm. You should always aim to do it cordially and respectfully, I believe. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't have to agree with someone else. You're you're able to to disagree and to criticize Mm -hmm. and comment and all those things. So, all right. Have a great weekend and good night, everybody. Be safe, and we are out. It is October 18th at 9.36, and until next time, have a good one.